Hey, listeners. Thanks for joining us today on Hello and Welcome, hosted by Marissa and Moran, the podcast where we throw out the rule book and embrace the chaotic world of hosting, investing, and all the in-between. We're here to share our authentic journey, be brutally honest, and learn alongside you. everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode number one of Hello and Welcome, where we talk about all things investing, real estate, and Airbnbs. I'm Marissa. And I'm Moran. And together we're on a mission to embrace the learning curves and break down the barriers of this ever-involving industry. For our first episode, we wanted to quickly introduce ourselves and our goals for the podcast. So let's jump right in. So I'm Marissa, like I said, and I'm originally from Utah. I have a master's degree in communication and two kids under three. I manage 27 homes here locally and I'm working into getting into managing homes outside of my city. My husband is a full-time student and I'm an Airbnb super host. I've hosted over, we'll talk about this a little bit later in the episode, but I've hosted over 300 stays in a year and a half. I fell into the Airbnb world in accident actually. In 2021, I was just looking at the real estate market on Zillow as people do in their spare time. And I saw Airbnb fully furnished for sale here locally. So the price was really affordable. And so I went and took a look at it and it was designed really cute. So we went, looked at it, came up with the financing, our financing plan, and then purchased it. This house came with all the linens, all the vacuums, the cleaner even stayed. Again, I was brand new into the Airbnb world. And so this was a perfect way to jump right in. This was just a two bedroom, one bath, a few blocks away from a local college that I am near. So I decided then that I wanted to learn everything I could about Airbnb and hosting and making this house the most profitable that it could be. A few months later, it was going so well that another home was purchased. And then after that, 14 more homes were purchased. And then just recently, four more homes were purchased. We worked really hard that year of time that all those homes were purchased. That was over, excuse me, that was over two years. We worked really hard to dive into the short-term rental industry and really try and maximize the revenue streams that we could. We tried to get as many bookings as possible. We tried to increase and decrease our rates and our pictures and just learn from people in the industry and really try and come out strong. Um, after we settled our feet a little bit more, we decided to start a brand. And so that's what we've been working on this year is starting a brand for the Airbnbs that I personally own. And then in doing that, I've started two separate Airbnb management companies. Once I came into the management of some of the homes that we purchased, some of them were fully furnished Airbnbs. So once I started managing those, we quadrupled the rates in just a few months. I find that a lot of times Airbnbs can do really well. They're just under managed. So we saw vacancy rates drop, occupancy rates skyrocket, and we quadrupled the income for some months. We enhanced reviews exponentially just switching management and using some of the strategies that I've learned over time. Since then, I've furnished and designed multiple short-term rentals locally and helped others optimize and elevate their listings to get more bookings and spearheaded three short-term rental companies. I've had to learn a lot of things through trial and error and doing things the hard way. And I hope that through this podcast, you can learn something to apply and elevate your home or the homes that you are interested in putting on the market. Cool. So I'm Moran Rivera. I am a wife, mother, an educator, and an investor. I started in education 
and really was focused on business. I, my degrees in business, and then I transitioned to teaching. I taught at the high school level for eight years. Um, while I was teaching, I got my real estate license. So I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for seven years and then went back into teaching at the collegiate level. I teach at a junior college where we live and I teach business courses. So in addition to the real estate and the teaching, my husband and I and other business partners that we have have invested in over a million dollars worth of real estate in the past two years. So we focused on the Burr method. We purchased distressed properties, put equity into them, fix them up, and then in return, increase that value and have it rented as long-term rentals. At this point in time, we've done a couple flips, but mostly our strategy was more long-term. But we're looking to continue to grow that portfolio. We want to get 50 doors this year and 10x the value that we have. But just because I like to stay busy, the a few years ago, I started cleaning Airbnbs because I wanted to learn more about them. And I kind of thought, what better way to learn how an Airbnb works or a short-term rental than cleaning it? That's the person that's in there really frequently. And it also didn't have quite the financial investment that owning a short-term rental had and actually had some financial return for me doing the, the cleaning work. So anyways, made a little extra cash with that. And that's something that I actually continue to do and enjoy it, surprisingly. Um, I don't like to clean my own house, but I clean the Airbnbs really well. So, <laughs> but I've always had an interest in business ownership and a desire to be financially savvy. So I spent several years, like I said, in education before I jumped to real estate and do that as dual career. I'm, like I said, a little bit of a career collector and I want to do it all and make it work somehow. So moving forward, you can expect to see me. I've been wishing and wanting to do so many things and would make excuses for why I shouldn't put myself fully out there. And now I'm done with that. So I plan on being a lot more visible and outspoken about my life, uh, letting people in on what we've done, mistakes we've made, things we've learned, ways that I plan to improve and you know what I've learned along the way getting there. So I can't wait to see what this year brings. And our podcast, I think goal is to give listeners a little spark to ignite their business in real estate, investing, and all things Airbnb. So for our podcast, we're going to be inviting guest speakers on every week and interviewing them and in just various facets of real estate, investing, Airbnb, and things that might be of interest to you as you're getting into the market. While we're doing that, we have planned to ask them a few questions. And so we just wanted to take the next few minutes for you to get to know us by asking us the same questions you'll hear on the podcast in the future. So the first question for me is, is there a motivational quote or idea that you live by? And for me, I actually saw this quote at a garage sale, which is so funny, but it was like on the wall in the garage and it has just always stuck with me. And it said, create the things you wish existed. And that's just something that I'm really passionate about. When I feel like there's a need or something that I wish was in the world, I'm just kind of a doer. And I like to go out and do the things we'll put that into place. The other thing that I like to live by as of recently, my quote for 24, as you would say, is the rising tide raises all ships. I'm a big believer in local businesses and supporting the community and also just the people that I surround myself with. And I want to be the type of person and the resource that lifts all the waters up together. I don't believe in acting as competition against those in my market. I want to like lift each other and support each other. What could you catch me doing in my spare time? Well, quite honestly, I don't have a great work-life balance. Um, that is a goal for 2024 also. 
But something that you could catch me doing in my spare time is working. I spend a lot of time researching, studying, learning from others um, that are doing similar things or um, dabbling into different ideas that I want to use to increase my short-term rental profits and tools and softwares that could help do that. What is my big next goal is the next question. My big next goal is starting a podcast. So here we are live fulfilling a goal. I would like to build a nationwide company. I would like to buy more investment properties. And then I would like to host a short-term rental conference locally, but also on a large scale level. So stay tuned. Um, what advice would I give to somebody just starting out? The advice that I would give to someone starting out is just start. Make a list of things that you need to get started. Like for if you're wanting to get into Airbnb, well, what do you need? You need a property. You need financing. You need, you know, so make a list of the things like the barriers that are in your way, the things that excite you, the things that you already have and just start slowly checking that off. What do you know? What do you not know? What do you need? What, how do you start? What do you need to start? And every day work on your list, take something and whether you check that thing off your list or if you're just working on it, that's my advice. Always have that in your mind. Again, I don't have a great work-life balance, so this works well for me, but I just am always thinking about the next thing and the next step. And so that would be my advice to listeners is to just make a list and start checking it off. What is my biggest mistake? mistake. My biggest mistake is being too trusting. Like I said earlier, I want to lift and give my all to everybody in the industry and also just my community and friends and support. When I first started, I was having a really hard time working and getting paid for it. I was just like, oh, I'll just help. I'll just lend a hand. I'll just offer support here and there. But what I came to learn is that my expertise and knowledge is valuable and I need to be charging people for that value. And it was a really hard lesson to learn at first. I think with being too trusting, I also had to learn the hard way to have things in writing. And again, I just believe, I just wanna see the good in everybody. It's just kind of where my heart and my nature is, but there is benefit and a really great things in having written structure so that if anything goes awry, you and your business and your intellectual property are protected. What is my inspiration? So my biggest inspiration changes. And maybe that's something unique about me, but I find my biggest inspiration in specific things. So if that's in real estate, I pick someone that's really just killing it in real estate and they're my inspiration. If it's in Airbnbs, I find somebody that is doing what I'm doing on a larger scale and I study what they're doing and I feel and I ask questions and I'm not scared to learn from them. So that is my inspiration. So we're going to jump to Moran's question. All right. So the motivational quote or idea that I live by, this is really funny, but in our, in my house, the most spoken, I guess, quote or motivational quote that we use pretty frequently is from Grant Cardone, love uncle G, but he says, who has my money? And it's this idea that there's someone out there that you need to be serving with your knowledge and expertise. And in return, you're going to get that paycheck. So being a business minded person, and I said earlier that I'd, I've always aspired to be financially savvy by that. I mean, I want to, <laughs> I want to live and experience that wealth. And I don't think, and I say this in my classes a lot, there's nothing wrong with money or wanting money, right? There are a lot of people out there who do what they do. They literally wake up every single day with the intention of making money. Now, most of the time we're just trying to make enough money to live and get by, but we all aspire really to get to some, some level and it's different for different people, right? Some people are happy where they are. Some people don't need much or some people are shooting for the moon. And personally, 
I'm all about the moon. So yeah, so we say a lot, who has my money? And it's not trying to be ugly or, or anything like that, but it's just this idea that there's somebody that we could be helping with what we know and how do we make that beneficial for all of us? So anyways, that's my big, <laughs> that's my motivational <laughs> quote, honestly. So one of the questions that we'll ask guests too is what's your favorite book? Being in education, reading's really important to me. I still struggle to get on like the audible wavelength. If it's a book, I need to hold it and read it. So uh, I don't listen to a lot of books, but I do read them still. My favorite book is the one that I'm going to write eventually. That's my big goal. That's my next like thing that I'm going to put out into the universe is that I've got all these ideas swirling around in my head. Eventually they'll make their way to paper, but I do love romance novels and I used to spend all of my time, literally all of my spare time side a book and nine times out of 10, it was probably Nora Roberts. But, um, what I, needed them for at that time, especially was I wanted to spend my time in someone else's perfect world instead of putting in the work to create my own. Those times, especially when I was really focused on reading those romance novels or fiction books, they were, you know, these people who, and especially Nora Roberts books, they're like very female focus, like the heroine who gets like, she's the one who saves the day. And then she finds the guy in the end and everybody's a big happy family. And I just like lived for that, but they all had attributes of things that I really wanted. And it would be someone who were, woke up early or worked really hard in their career, or they found their passion. That was always a theme. And so, like I said, I'd escape into their world instead of looking at mine. And so for the last few years, I've actually stopped reading fiction and focused on working to better myself instead of reading about someone else. So that's <laughs> in some ways it's been a struggle, but now I, I kind of focus a little bit more on business books or textbooks or, you know, self-help or different ideas, things like that, investing. So, so just trying to work on myself and my business, but yeah. And let's see who or what is your inspiration? So my inspiration is my family. I would love for my parents and my brother to see me reach my potential. I'd love for my kids to know how much I love them and how much I want for them to have a great life. It's not so much about giving them things that I never had because I had a good, good family and a good life um, growing up. And I appreciated all the work that my parents did for me and they showed me you know, how to live a good life without having a lot. But at the same time, you know, I always said, I didn't want to tell my kids, no, if they say we want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, I want to say, absolutely. It's, we've got time this weekend. Let's go. I never wanted, you know, finances to be something that hindered me from giving them the things that I felt would make their life and experiences better. But most importantly, I would say my husband has been my biggest inspiration and motivation for forward progress in my life. But he is a very unique individual that I hope we'll get to have on at some point, just because he's fun to talk to anyways. But he actually, his personality is the type that will really lean into a person that he believes in. And so it's always been so important to me. And I, it was so important to me that I put it in our vows that um, he believed in me when I was afraid to believe in myself, that he held space for me to figure out who I was supposed to be. So I have always been so grateful to him for you know, just seeing who I was and the potential that I had without making me feel like I was lacking in any way, not having made it there yet. So it's been really cool to find a partner in life. And so he is for sure my biggest inspiration. 
That's amazing. So that's us, and we're so excited to get to know you. And for our guests to come on, we have some really amazing guests planned in this industry. So that's it for today on Hello and Welcome. And as we wrap up this episode, remember that success is uniquely yours. There's no right way to invest in real estate. There's no right way to start an Airbnb. There's no right way to do anything in life. We're just sharing our experience and our authentic experiences. And we hope that you get to learn from us, but also the people that we have in our amazing community and nationwide doing some incredible things. So we hope that you all join us next time as we continue learning together. And until then, happy hosting and happy investing. That's it for today on Hello and Welcome. As we wrap up this episode, remember that your success is uniquely yours. Keep navigating, keep learning, and join us next time as we continue this exciting journey together. Until then, happy hosting and investing.